Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Why, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome, yes, to another episode of Bravo East Coast Housewives. I am your main bitch, Kim, and welcome. It's a happy Thursday, but even though technically right now we're recording on August 30th, just a little secret there, but yins, guys, I have the most amazing guest, and yes, he's been on here before, so he's super duper special, just saying, from the podcast Blonde Hair, Black Heart, we have Blake Adam. Hello. How are you, my darling? Hi. Hi, Kim. I'm so good to be back. It's, I'm so happy to be back with you. And we're reaching out to your listeners from the past. Ooh. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Just be there. Love it. So how is everything going as far as obviously before we started recording, he has this some amazing content out right now. Like if you go on his Instagram, because Yen's guys, we all know that I don't have Twitter. I know I'm old as fuck. I'm sorry. But you go on his Instagram and he's got like these videos and he's like playing the housewives and like, mind you. He sings too. I know the one that I saw you were playing Asher and you were singing yeah. um, Oh Holy Night. <laughs> yeah. really, Eric, oh my God, it was so fucking good. Listen, Yins, guys, he's the one that you want to watch. Forget all those other people. They don't know oh. what they're doing. Subscribe <laughs> to his shit. Follow him. I mean, I'm your hype woman. That's oh my God, saying. I love it. Can I just like take you around with me everywhere? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I will be your Tinkerbell, whatever Please. that means. I don't no. even know. <laughs> Honestly, wait, r- r- true story. Tinkerbell was always like so relatable for me because I also die if I don't have applause. Uh, hey, you know, I'm your uh, fairy dust right there here. There you go. Yes, my dear. I'm alive. I'm yes, alive. Yes, <laughs> I love it. Okay, so some things that I want to uh, get into As we all know, this is a podcast show about the East Coast Housewives, but my bitches aren't recording. What the fuck? Okay. So I've been doing other content, clearly. So I usually have this segment called What the Bravo, which is basically like, what the fuck is going on? But I say What the Bravo, Mm -hmm. but I'm kind of like changing it up a little bit and I'm going to call it Deep Dish delicacies because Ooh. you know i lived in chicago for like a good amount of time so like deep dish i'm i'm big into alliteration also. yes me oh my god me too i am the alliterations bitch for sure love it now first topic that i want to get into and i want to get your take and i honestly feel like i'm slightly a little bit confused and i just i feel like i need a little bit more uh education with what the fuck is going on with beverly hills beverly hills that damn aspen <laughs> thing is coming up tomorrow and people are talking about i mean obviously i remember back in the day it was like a huge thing because kathy hilton said some racist shit or whatever but then people are getting on diana because she said some racist shit but then everything with lisa rinna the other day she like took content down and then she's saying production's fucking everything inform me update me i feel like is that the gist or is there more shit that i'm like what the fuck i mean that's kind of it it's so interesting beverly hills is i think more than any other city the one where like so much plays off cameras yeah so we had i think this all kind of well yeah like you said talk about what what went down in aspen has been a buzz since basically since they were in aspen i remember like while they were there 
you know, the media started reporting on how Kathy like might've done something and some of the housewives like left in the middle of the night and all right. of this stuff. So we've all been wondering like what the hell happened in Aspen. Right. Exactly. So at the end of uh, the last episode was a preview where they basically said, Hey, we're, we're heading to Aspen, giddy right. up. Right. Um, and Pretty soon after that, like the next day or two, uh, Garcelle's youngest son, Jax, right. who's 14, was bombarded by like bot attacks on social media. With like and death say, threats and shit, right? Yeah, like yeah, racist yeah. stuff, yeah, like yeah. just like horrible stuff. A lot. They were talking about his older brother, Oliver, who, as Garcelle has shared on the show, has had like an issue with drugs in the past. And so right, they were just like right. going really, really nasty. But right. obviously, the, the, biggest stuff and the most problematic stuff was like the racist stuff right, um, right and there was a lot of that right so and as you know and as your listeners know Jax was kind of brought into the storyline this season by Erica mm-hmm. so when it was kind of determined that all of these comments were coming from bots uh like paid accounts mm-hmm. everyone was like oh my god who 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 bought the bots, you know, who right, paid for these right. bots. Yeah. So everyone was like doing their best Megan King Edmonds and like trying to find all the clues. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw that you interviewed her recently. I interviewed her back in February, I think. Okay. She is, okay. She's so sweet. We stay yes. in touch. Um, oh, lovely. So she's, she and has become friends with me and my husband. So yeah, she's yes. great. But yeah, so everyone, you know, everyone's trying to like find out who bought the bots. And <laughs> I don't think that was ever determined, but obviously fingers were pointing every which way. And I think that's kind of like the, the sum of all of this is like, who is responsible for this mess? And we have the fans who are kind of all pointing fingers at Diana. They really are. Lisa Rinna. Right. And maybe Erica. Those are the three that the fans are kind of pointing their fingers at. Yeah. And then there's like a handful, a small collection of people who are like, actually, I I didn't hear Kyle, um, which is interesting because it is her town. So you'd Mm -hmm. think she's running everything. Um, But (laughs) some people, some lunatics, in my opinion, were saying that like Garcelle did it herself to her son because she wanted sympathy. Obviously, I do not subscribe to that. That's psychotic. That's crazy. No, she would never. She does not seem the type of person that would even like fathom to do that at all. Exactly. I agree. I personally don't think it was any of the housewives or anyone involved on a professional level. I think it was like a crazed fan more Me likely too. than anything. It's a troll. It's a troll. Right, exactly. It's a troll. Um, oh but so the fans are pointing their fingers at like, you know, that side of the housewives cast. And then those women are pointing their fingers elsewhere. So I think that's where Lisa Rinna got involved this week on social media. She was mm-hmm. So she was they like in all... her bed and she's like, oh my yeah. God, there's like so much going on. Right. And so it all kind of started with all of them putting out a statement that Bravo obviously made them put out, which is just like, we do not uh, right. condone this. This is sure. not okay. Sure. And you would think that that's hopefully like where it would end. But Erica and Rena both kind of then started like backtracking after posting that. And, and of course they did. Ex- exactly. <laughs> and so Rena just lost it and was posting all this stuff on social media. She at one point blamed, she's blaming LVP. Then she's blaming. Oh my God. I saw that yeah, too. It was so Very weird. obscure. Totally. Made no sense. Lisa Vanderpump lives rent free in Rinna's mind. And we know Lisa Vanderpump can afford the rent. I mean, she mm-hmm. can afford the mortgage, <laughs> but she's course. living there rent-free. Um, uh, 
Yeah. So Lena, Rinna just kind of lost it and she's blaming everyone. She's blaming Rin or she's blaming LVP. At one point she starts blaming a producer mm-hmm. um, and saying that the producer is doing it to distract from Aspen. But like, that doesn't make sense to me because like, wh- she said it's interesting because this is all happening right before the Aspen episode. Exactly. Calculated exactly. is what she's saying. Exactly. But here's the thing. We're not talking about Aspen yet because it hasn't happened yet. Like, wouldn't this right. have been better if it was happening, like, I don't know, next week? I right. just, it's, to me, nothing that she said really makes sense. Mm-hmm. But it all was just a lot of deflection. And ultimately what she should have been saying and what Erica should have been saying and what Diana should have been saying is it doesn't matter who did this. It's not okay. And we exactly. do not, we do not stand for it, period, right. dot, to quote <gasps> Chanel Ion. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. So that was my real housewives, Beverly Hills. We're going to, because it's a segue and I'm obsessed. <laughs> okay. So Chanel Ion. Yes. I'm obsessed with her. Yeah. I want to be her when I of grow course. up. Like I'm me not too. even lying. I literally want to be her. Yeah. Now tell me everything that you thought of this season for Dubai, the good, the bad, the ugly. Hopefully it's just all good. Cause Holy fuck. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts. I really liked it. And I think, I don't know, there's this thing with the fandom now where like at the beginning of a season, we're all so into it. And then by the end of the season, people are like, this is awful. I'm bored, blah, blah, blah. And I think that says more about the viewer than it does about the show. Right. Um, I especially think with a first season of any city, it's always going to be short. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, I don't think we've ever had a, a, a introductory season that's longer than like maybe 10 or a dozen episodes right right so yeah it's going to be short it's going to be more compressed there's going to be a little less context maybe it's going to feel like they're rushing through storylines whatever whatever Mm -hmm. they're they're getting their footing i loved it i love i think they are all great tv even the like there's a couple that i guess i don't like love but there was no one that i didn't that i like hated watching let me guess who you kind of don't love yeah yeah okay how many how many don't two. say seven. <laughs> okay, two. two. I already know one. Okay. Uh, Nina. Yes. Yeah. Right. She's kind of boring. Yeah, I mean, Chanel is right. She's a little boring. Exactly. She needs to step up to the plate. That's the only reason why with her. Like, there yes. was nothing really about her. I was like, oh, she's awful. Right. I was just like... The Bring rest more of them, to the screen. Right. The rest of them are giving so much in different True. ways with each of them, but Nina mm-hmm. didn't give a lot. Okay. So, yay. One for one. Second one... Um, I would say it's either between Sarah or Brooks. It's Brooks. I knew it was one of them. Yeah. Why yeah. Brooke? I mean, she brought some shit. She did. And I think yeah. that she's entertaining. And that's why, like, I, I don't dislike her. I think she's good on the show. Yeah. But I, for me, what I didn't like about her is that she, like, especially in the beginning mm-hmm. with her and Chanel, they, she was like, yeah, she's my friend. We're really good friends, but mm-hmm. I just talk mad shit about her. And I'm right. like, okay, so you're not her friend. You right. know, I just, it, it felt like she, she could have owned the like villain thing a little more. And right. maybe she was just getting used to everything and kind of figuring out what that 
persona she was going to present is going to be. Right. Um, but I think she didn't give end, us Lala beauty basically. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but by the end, I mean, I don't know. We, we need to watch the reunion, but showing up like head to toe as like the ice queen, like with a full on fucking right. crown. Charlie's Theron from Snow White and the Huntsman, I say. Exactly. Yes. So I think she, I think by the end she recognized like, okay, I can't pretend to be these girls friends and, mm-hmm. and also fight with them. I need to just fight with them. Yeah. But you, see Lisa's bringing in that receipt book I mean she Mm. she took some notes from Monique Samuels honey from Potomac she comes in there with that like receipts I'm excited wait that wasn't was that Brooks's book that she no that was Lisa's I'm pretty sure it was Lisa's I think it's I don't think so because on the cover of the book it says Lisa's book of lies and it like has a picture of Lisa on it so I think yes you're right I think it's me from the other side who is bringing out a book that's just like full of shit about oh yeah then she's definitely she's stepping up her game she's working for that paycheck baby exactly did you like this did you like Dubai better than Salt Lake um I'm gonna say yes I did because Chanel's my biatch yeah, I oh God, it's it's tough. I think overall as a cast, I like them more, mm-hmm. but I think as a show, I was maybe more entertained by Salt Lake City, if that makes sense at all. Okay. I respect that. No judgment. Yeah, I think the cast on Dubai is better, but the storylines on Salt Lake City are better. Like exactly. if we had Chanel and Brooks arguing over like an amputee aunt, that would have been perfect for me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Or if one of them smelled like hospital. Exactly. Yes. Okay. I would love, okay, the cast from Salt Lake uh, mingling with the Dubai, who would be a good dueling diva? But I feel like obviously it may be Jen Shaw with Ion. Mm -hmm. Do you think that would be a good duel? Or or Jen and Brooks, I think, would maybe butt heads. Mm. I think we would just have Meredith and Nina disengaging in the background. <laughs> um, and then Sarah will be with them and say, hey, let's go to hypnotherapy. Like, everything is great. Right. Like, we'll why can't we all just get along? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I love <laughs> it. So the, the reunion, I'm super excited about. Yeah, I do too. have to say... If we jump back, piggyback to Beverly Hills, I have been personally bored with the season. And I feel like I feel like Beverly Hills kind of needs to step up their game because, I mean, in in the world of Kim, (laughs) they're not doing it for me. Yeah, I, I think it's tricky with Beverly Hills because they are so heavily self produced. Um they bravo, are bravo, fucking bravo. Yeah. I mean, they're all actresses and they all like n- know the importance of like preserving your self image more than right. anyone. And they all right. feed into that more than any other cast. Mm-hmm. And even when they are getting their hands dirty, it feels very contrived, you know, right. like we see right now, Lisa Rinna, like we were talking about, and even with Erica, I feel like they're really, really leaning into their villain roles and they, yeah. they're like really playing that up because they're like, oh, well, that's what the audience sees us as. We're going to, you know, feed into that. And it feels very much like they have like accepted that role or like right. the casting director said, you're going to play the villain. So they're playing the villain. Right. Whereas on Salt Lake City, for example, like whoever you think is the villain, whether it's like Mary Cosby, whether it's Jen Shaw, whoever, that's who the fuck they really are, you know? <laughs> right. They're real bitches. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So do you, okay. 
something happened. I saw on Instagram some today. I was scrolling. Something about Jen Shaw came up. And I don't I can't remember whose handle it was or exactly everything that it said. But from what I saw, she's coming out now. And I don't know if you heard this or not, but supposedly word on the street. She's coming out now saying that one of the castmates said some sort of racist remark to her. The only one that I could think is Mary. Um, But I wonder if it was someone else. And then also, I think she said that one of them called her Moana or something. Yeah. Did you so hear she about that a, shit? Yeah. So she yeah. put out a whole like slew of Insta stories basically saying like one of her castmates and like is racist, period. Yeah. And yeah. then gave like a long list of examples as did to why. Did she say the castmate? Oh, did she say did she say which castmate? No, yeah. she didn't. She just said it was a castmate. Okay. Um but so like one of the things was that she was called Moana. One of them was that she, someone called her son the n-word um there was like a a lot of them yeah uh the the person whose name has been thrown into the mix the most in my world is uh lisa barlow i don't find that shocking yeah is that terrible to say i wouldn't find it shocking about any of them to be honest with you i mean it's it's utah no offense to utah but it's just it's a culture thing sure 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 um Come at me, Utah. <laughs> come at him, baby. Yeah. Then come after me. Yeah. Okay? We stick together. Exactly. Okay, we coast see to coast, each other. baby. That's right, baby. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I've heard a lot of Lisa Barlow. I also heard some people saying Heather Gay, only because, I don't know if you That's remember- surprising. In, well, so in between the first and second season, Jen Shaw did the exact same thing, but she accused Heather of being racist. And then, like, when the show started- they were like friends again because remember Heather then was saying, well, like you called me a manatee and like all of this right, stuff. Cause that but was all like on the social media shit. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. But this is kind of Jen's thing now. And I'm not saying that she has not experienced racism, but this is like maybe the third or fourth time she's like accused a, a coworker of, of racism. And what's interesting is like the only person that's like really proven to be a racist on that cast was Jenny Wynn. And like Jen Shaw never said anything about right. her. I totally <laughs> forgot about her. Yeah. I totally forgot. I do have to right. say, I loved her daughter. Her daughter. Oh, was I know. So it was, it's always tragic when like, like she one person the in the family ruins it for everyone. <laughs> exactly. You know? She was an up and coming starlet. It's true. It's true. Oh my God. She could have had it all. She totally could have. And now we're just left with Brooks Marks and ugh. He's yeah, not my right. <laughs> he he's not my favorite either. Oh my god! Sometimes it's hard for me to listen to him talk. But anyways, the whole uh, Marx family, like they, I I said on a podcast a long time ago, but I was like, it it feels like every night for dinner they just like sit around and like you know eat Xanax. I don't know. It's like so <laughs> weird. They're all they're like so sleepy. You know, they do. They really do. I feel like out of all of them, I think Seth has the most life in him. Yeah, yeah. You know, but even he's not like you know skipping around or anything. Yeah, he's not like Mauricio by any means. No, no. And even when Mauricio's like stoned off of his ass, he's got more like light in his eyes. You know. Now you know who has a lot of light in her eyes and a lot of life. Recently engaged Lindsay Hubbard. Oh yeah. Thoughts about that, Lindsay and Carl. Time the knot. It feels Are you fast. Surprised? Yes, fast? it feels fast for okay. me. Okay. But How so they've known I each don't other know. forever. Well, yes, but they they didn't start dating until what like last doing the summer, thing. right? And 
at that point, she was also still like, you know, dating a ton of other people. So it's, it's, I don't know. I just feel like it's just quick and, and no judgment. Like you said, they've known each other for a really long time. They've been friends for a really long time. So that sets a a really strong foundation. Foundation, Wish them the best. Do you, do you feel like they will be successful? Yes, I do. I do too. Um, I do. I do. Because I, I think it's far more likely just statistically for a man to cheat than a woman. And I don't see that for him. I think if one of them was going to cheat, it would more likely be her. Um, But so, yeah, I just, I just think they'll make it. I think that they are destined for like a far happier life than, I don't know, Kyle and Amanda. You know, they've been, do you notice that they've been playing summer house? I think they played it yesterday or whatever. And I was watching it (laughs) and my mom was in the room and she's like, why is this girl always crying? I was like, literally, mom, this is like their relationship. Her relationship is her always crying about something that Kyle did. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. But, uh, you know, wish them the best too. Hopefully, you know. <laughs> right. I don't know if she did the prenup Mazel tov to him. Mazel tov to you. Yes. Now, if we're talking about the, the youngsters of uh, Summer House and Southern Charm, listen, are you a Southern Charmer? Because I'm a Southern Charmer. Um, I, uh, I mean, you I dabble. I dabble. You yes, dabble a bit. I dabble. Now, I've, I've dipped my toe into the pond. Okay. So it's like lukewarm for you. Yeah. Okay, yeah. got you. It's pretty steamy for me. What the fuck, Ooh. Whitney and Naomi? Holy shit. But anyways, yeah, Craig and Paige. I know, totally. Naomi's wild. a wild card, though. She's always kind of surprised me a little bit. I don't know. For real? Yeah, yeah. When she was dating Craig, too? Mm, I no, think she's a little but... crazy, but I kind of like her for that. Yeah, I don't know. She's just someone who I I never really like. Pre- was able to predict wh- like what she was going to do. Whereas some of the other ones, I think I'm... I don't know. Like Amanda is very, very predictable for yeah, yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, Even like I, I love Paige, but she also I like know her mo. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. So like, there's just a lot of people on Bravo where I feel like I just like know what they're gonna do. Right. And Naomi. Yeah. I don't know. So it even gave like you the ca- shock value. I guess. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Even even like maybe something about her. Maybe it's less like surprise and more just like an unease. I don't know. Uh, there was something that just like I could never like really like sit into like my relationship with her. Right. <laughs> like a viewer, Via the you boob know what I mean? tube. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. do you think and wait, oh my I I know what it is. I'm so sorry. What? What? It's because her face changed. That's why. It's <laughs> for real? Yes. I think when she came back with her new nose. I liked I just, her old nose, man. I know, and that's why. And I think she I she had just the Babs felt, nose. I fucking loved it. Yeah, and I feel I I felt like she was a different person in a way. I don't know. For sure. No. I mean, I mean, my mom even said that her nose looked better whenever it was just like Naomi natural, if you will. Yes. Not I saying agree. that it looks bad now. She looks no. super great. She's adorable. Yeah, now yeah, she, yeah. Re- she reminds me now of like a little woodland creature. She's like a little squirrel or something. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for her nut. <laughs> God, Do you see awesome. it though? I don't know. Maybe I mean, it's the coloring also. No, like her, her I I can see and understand what you mean. I totally do. Now, I feel like, especially with this season with her, yes, the wild card with Whitney, the hookup. I mean, that, yeah, the, I, who would have seen that coming? Who would have seen that? Never coming? in a million years. I'm still uncomfortable about it, to be quite I honest. Know. And I it really shouldn't affect me as much as it is. But anyways, 
Craig and Paige, do you see them? Do you see them long term, like down the road? I do. I do. And I think of all of the guys in this world, and I like this the like summer house southern charm world is so like blurred to me now because it really is like a, a permanent like a crossover event. Yeah. But of all of the guys like in this world, I I do think that he he to me has always felt the most like genuine and wholesome and even like you know his his greatest passion in life is to like like stitch pillows i don't yeah. know it's just like I mean, adorable that's so endearing yeah yeah even so patricia just... said that he's exactly. a nutball goofhead but he's cute yes and i don't he's <laughs> he's he's very reminiscent to me of like tom schwartz but unlike tom schwartz he like can keep his dick in his pants you know yeah what the fuck is up with tom schwartz and raquel kissing well, what the oh fuck? And so, Katie apparently yelling like a crazy bitch. I yeah. feel like that's false. Well, okay. So first she and seems foremost, like above that shit. Yeah, I. Mm, well, I you know. you actually know her, so you would know better than me. <laughs> yeah, so do you know Katie. She also, she also is a doll. She's very very sweet. Yeah, but. So I don't know if you were privy, but back in April, I like accidentally started the original rumor about Tom Schwartz and Raquel hooking up at Coachella, um, which was you like, started Tom- that. Yeah, accidentally. So oh I was. Oh my god! I so I was featured in page six. I was like all. I know I was like all over the place because Did Ramona was, like- look for you, Ramona Singer. <laughs> she was probably looking for you. Right. Where's Where Blake? <laughs> um, but but Tom Schwartz actually like responded to my tweet about this rumor and that his response and my tweet is what got picked up by all of the media. Um, so back in April, when everyone was first talking about Tom and Raquel, oops, my bad. <gasps> Oh, and and God. they denied it vehemently. And even about a month ago or so, Tom was on Sheena's podcast and they were talking about this rumor. And Tom, again, was like, it never happened. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Um, Katie never believed it. But he did mention that James believed the rumor initially. And it was like a big thing. And and Tom had to like really convince James that it that nothing happened. So cut to two weeks ago or a week and a half ago when the whole pump rules gang starts heading down to Mexico for Sheena's wedding, I tweeted out, should I start another rumor that Tom and uh, Raquel are hooking up in Mexico? LOL. And of course, like two days later, this is everywhere. Word on the street though, is that this did happen. Oh my Uh, God, I'm dead. Yes. Oh my God. According to someone very close to the show, the, the makeout did happen, but it was heavily instigated by production um which leads me to believe that my original rumor got all of this in motion i don't think that it's true but i think that when i started that rumor the producers were like oh there's a storyline you know so i think so you technically could have like upped a storyline of i need a writing credit on the upcoming season dude you better get paid for that shit are you kidding me yeah they better Hook you up right. with the dollars. Exactly. So what I've heard from this source is that production instigated this kiss. The kiss did go down. It wasn't at the wedding, but it was in did Mexico. They film over... this? So they filmed. Yes, her this is wedding. all filmed. Of course, um, it's filmed. It's exactly. Sheena's wedding. Of course, it is. Yeah. And Katie did <laughs> react and have a very negative reaction 
That's but bizarre. now what I, what I've heard is basically Tom kind of behind the scenes is just like, Katie, like, you know, it's for the show, you know what we have to do, like we're filming, but she's just mad because, you know, this is going to be embarrassing. It's like this being a storyline, it's, it's shitty. And whether it is an authentic connection or a forced connection, like no one wants to see their ex and their friend hooking up. Like that's, that's shitty. Right. So, but they signed on the dotted line, baby. So Katie, exactly. you got to get your big girl pants and you just exactly. got to deal. Exactly. Yeah. But what else is interesting is that obviously Katie was in Mexico for all of this, but she was disinvited from Sheena's wedding. So she was there, but she wasn't at the wedding. She pulled a Kristen Doty. Yeah. She just went. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. This is good because Bravo is understanding that they need to up the game with Vanderpump because the last season was kind of boring. Yes. They're realizing they need to get back to their roots, which is a group of true friends who are all fucking each other. Ooh, ooh, (laughs) I just thought of this. Okay, real quick, because I know that our time is running out just a little bit. Okay, so did you hear about the the new housewife for New York that was supposedly cast? Yes. Here's my thoughts. You tell me if I'm crazy or not. So this crazy ass show, Real Girlfriends of Paris, it's coming up. I'm not really, wow, I I sound like really a negative person that I feel like things are boring and I'm not looking forward. So I'm sorry, Yins, guys. Maybe I'll be surprised, but. Yeah, it's better to have low expectations and have them them surpassed. True. But Real Girlfriends of Paris, that's starting. And then I'm thinking, right? This is what I'm thinking because New York, they want to revamp the whole cast. So I'm thinking if Real Girlfriends of Paris is successful, I feel as though the Real Housewives of New York could potentially become the Real Girlfriends of New York because they already got the legacy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and at that point, they could really just keep Roni as Roni. They don't even need the the legacy name there. It's kind of just implied. Um, And then the new show is, is a new show. Yeah, they totally could. Yeah, is that obscure to think that way? I mean, I was just... No, not at all. Because I mean, according to the reports, that is like the the kind of vibe that they're going for in terms of casting like younger, like social mm-hmm. media influencer types, which is right. vastly different than the legacy Roni players who Absolutely. are like drunk, old, not even middle-aged, but like late-aged women. <laughs> and I love this. I'm saying <laughs> this is coming from like the depths I of my heart. It. I mean yes. it in the the most endearing way, but yes. these old broads are wasted and horny and they don't work. Uh-huh. And the ladies who lunch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my God, I love it. Okay, so with the few moments that we have, is there anything else that you feel like you need to put out there in the arsenal of Bravo and just- let it all out, baby. Okay. Yeah, I do. Tell oh my me. Gosh. All right. <sighs> all right, guys. I know that this is going to be an unpopular opinion. And while I am very happy that Tamara Judge is returning to the Real Housewives of Orange County, what I want to see is not a Tamara and Shannon makeup. But what I want to see is Heather and Shannon teaming the fuck up and taking Tamara down. Oh my God. Yin's Sorry, guys. guys. Sorry, guys. Oh my God. Let us know your thoughts about that because that's intense. And I don't even know when um, OC is playing soon. But here's the thing everyone's wanting Salt Lake City to come up. But in my mind, I'm like, where the fuck is Potomac? Potomac well, has been gone forever. Okay. So this is right now, it's Tuesday, August 30th. Yes. We are going to see 
on Thursday, September 1st. That's when everyone will know whether or not I am a magic wizard or not, because I believe that tomorrow for us, meaning yesterday for the listeners, (laughs) are you with us guys? I fucking Uh, love it. The... Not only will the Salt Lake City trailer be out, but maybe the Potomac trailer will be out. Oh my God. Yes. Fucking yes. Bravo. We'll see. And if and if they're not, then I don't know. I fuck them. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm oh I'm real JK. quick too. Are you going to BravoCon? Oh, I'm not. I'm I'm, I'm not I'm, either. You know, I'm, I'm poor on the West as fuck. Coast. Yeah, exactly. It was gonna cost me my firstborn and like maybe half of my second born to right. try and get there. Dude, I hear yeah. you on that. I hear you. Bravo, you're missing an opportunity from not, you know, having us come as the media for you. It's true. Yeah. But so I've linked up with a few other Bravo accounts and I'm going to get you in on this also, Kim. But we're thinking of kind of taking matters into our own hands and forming our own event. Uh, The working title is Camp Bravo, but we're thinking in the spring and we'll figure out where, and we just want to get a bunch of accounts together and like have fun stuff. I would love that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll I'll get you involved with the whole little crew. Yes. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Oh, also too, my dear, you have to tell us how we can follow you because you're amazing. Oh, you're so sweet. Okay. So on Instagram and Twitter, you can find me at blonde hair, black heart. That's where you will find all of my hilarious thoughts and funny videos where I dress up like middle-aged women. And he sings. Yes. And I I dabble. Um, And then you can listen to my podcast. I put out new episodes every Monday. It's called Blonde Hair, Black Heart. And you can hear it wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yes. Well, my dear, thank you so much for being on the pod. Anytime. Yes. And Yins, guys, don't forget to follow me too uh, on the Instagram, of course, because I don't have Twitter, at Bravo Yinzer. Yinzer spelled Y-I-N-Z-E-R. And follow us at Believe Network and at Believe Lifestyle. Until then, until Thursday. What the fuck? Yins, guys, know what's up. We'll catch you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.